Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? The real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. Hey everyone, I'm Laura Adams, and this is the Money Girl Podcast, where my mission is to help you live rich and love the journey. One of the best ways I know to create more income and to diversify your income sources is to build a side business. For most of my career, I've been either a part-time or a full-time solopreneur, and that term simply means a business owner with no employees. Instead of hiring people directly, solopreneurs typically contract with other small business owners when they need help, and that's what I've done for a long time. Even when I've had full-time W-2 jobs, having some kind of side hustle as a writer, podcaster, or consultant has been a great way for me to expand my network, build new skills, and earn more money. And I hear from many of you who are interested in doing side work, or maybe you've already started and you've got questions about navigating the often confusing world of self-employment. I hear you. Sometimes the barrier to starting a profitable business, it's not like lack of determination or lack of a good idea. It can be that you simply don't know how to start a business. I don't want any confusion to discourage you from striking out on your own or building a side business for additional income. So I decided to write a book about it. I am super excited to tell you that my newest title, Money Smart Solopreneur, a personal finance system for freelancers, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers, is out. And I'm even more excited because I love giving away free stuff. If you pre-order the book before it officially goes on sale September 22nd, 2020, there is an awesome bonus package that I'll tell you more about at the end of the podcast. In this show, you'll hear a short excerpt from Money Smart Solopreneur. It's just a portion of Chapter 3, which is about keeping or leaving your day job. So if you're in that position or you're just interested in solid tips to earn more using low-risk business building strategies, I hope you'll stay with me. You'll find the notes for this and every show in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is episode number 650 called Five Tips for Building a Side Business. All right, here's the excerpt. 
you've probably noticed that people are embracing entrepreneurship like never before. Due to the widespread availability of technological business tools, there's never been a better time to become your own boss. With an internet connection and a smartphone or laptop, you can work from just about anywhere on the planet. While there's nothing wrong with holding down a W-2 job and getting a steady paycheck, Having income from your own business comes with many upsides. But if you've been dreaming of quitting your day job to start a business, you might be wondering if taking such a big leap is worth it. The good news is that there are incremental ways to become self-employed that are stable and reduce your risk instead of plunging abruptly into a precarious financial position. In this chapter excerpt, you'll learn practical strategies for building a solo business while keeping the security of a regular job. Becoming your own boss may seem glamorous from the outside, but it can have stressful pitfalls, such as little pay, no insurance benefits, and unpredictable clients. However, you can avoid or minimize some of the downsides by maintaining a reliable day job while you grow your solo business. Having the security of a job and the excitement of becoming a solopreneur gives you lots of upside with much less risk. A steady paycheck may give you the confidence you need to take business risks, such as buying more advertising, equipment, or software that will make your venture more profitable. Aside from maintaining a reliable income stream, being both an employee and an entrepreneur can make you a better worker. In my experience, growing a side business also builds skills and experiences that make you more effective at your regular job. You may even find your side hustle revives an appreciation for your day job. There's a lot to like about having a salary, benefits, and other perks, after all. Whether you decide to be both an employee and your own boss for weeks or years, it will take some juggling to manage successfully. Here are five tips to face your career fears responsibly and prepare for the future by adding entrepreneurship to your resume on the side. Tip number one is define your vision for success. Before changing your job or making the transition from employee to self-employed solopreneur, take the time to define what you truly want to achieve in your career. Sometimes your ideas about success come from other people and they can cause you to follow a career path that never truly fulfills you. Maybe your boss thinks you should regularly work late so you can climb the corporate ladder. Or a parent says you should go to graduate school. You might take a lucrative job in a field you're not crazy about because that's what your friends are doing. But if that job requires frequent travel when all you truly want is to start a family, care for aging parents, or spend time enjoying where you live, you'll never be happy. If you don't pause periodically to reflect on what success means to you, it becomes easier to follow other people's priorities when it comes to your work. If your decisions aren't purposefully leading you toward a life that excites you, you'll likely wander away from what you genuinely want. Never let external markers of success, such as a big paycheck or a fancy job title, become more important than your heartfelt calling and goals for your life. That said, getting in touch with your real desires isn't always easy, and you might have to listen carefully to hear your inner voice. 
Try incorporating some quiet time into your daily routine. When you first wake up or when you're settling down at bedtime, think about what you're grateful for, but also what you'd like your life to be. Consider your definition of success and any changes you'd like to make to your life in the near and distant future. Ask yourself the following questions to better understand your values and get clarity on your unique vision for success. What type of work makes me happiest? Where do I want to live? What types of people do I want in my work life? What does a good life mean to me? This exercise isn't something you do once to figure out the arc of your entire life. You need to come back to these fundamental questions during different seasons of your life and career because the answers may change, sometimes repeatedly. Over time, your working life is sure to change, both in good and bad ways. When you find yourself getting restless or feeling like you want more from your job, slow down and become more introspective. It can reveal a lot about what your next career or business move should be. The second tip is create a side gig. Even when you're clear about what you want, one of the fastest ways to ruin your financial future is to take a flying leap from a steady paycheck. Jumping from a day job into an uncertain full-time venture too early could mean trouble. You might face significant financial struggles and even get into debt. Many businesses take years of hard work before they're profitable enough to support you. Hanging on to your day job gives you the financial security you need to try out new business ideas, especially if you have a spouse, partner, or kids who depend on your income. The best side gigs combine work that you're excited about with something that you're uniquely positioned to provide. These businesses may also come with a large existing customer base or appeal to customers who are willing to pay you well for the skills and experience you offer. I was a part-time entrepreneur for a decade before I said goodbye to my employer. I enjoyed having a mix of job stability and entrepreneurial upside. Plus, I found that expanding my career by adding self-employment to a W-2 job made me much better at both. If you slowly add entrepreneurial experience to your career, you're likely to gain a variety of skills that will make you more valuable to employers. It may be easier to experiment with business formation ideas when you have less financial stress or know a side gig could actually complement your existing career. The bottom line is that creating a business on the side protects your income, diversifies your network, and improves your skills instead of leaving you financially vulnerable. If you enjoy your entrepreneurial work and find that it pairs well with your day job, the benefits and personal growth can really pay off. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still 
make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and Powerful Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Tip number three, negotiate your job flexibility. If you plan to start a business on the side, or you already have, you know you'll be working more, perhaps a lot more. You might need to work early in the morning, late at night, or on weekends to fit it all in. That could stress your relationships or cause you to burn out if you don't take some precautions. Once you're confident about your business idea or you begin seeing increasing revenues, you may find that you need more flexibility in your schedule. At that point, consider some different ways that you can tailor your business for your day job and vice versa. I remember back in 2008 when my employer began feeling the financial pinch of the Great Recession. My podcasting and blogging career had started to take off by that point. So instead of allowing my position to get downsized, I proposed a solution that my boss liked. I'd work four days a week for a couple of months and then go down to three days a week for the rest of the year. Then we'd reevaluate where the company stood and discuss whether he could still afford to keep me on as an employee. My employer would save money by paying me less, and I'd have more time to work on creating content, partnering with brands, and writing my first book, while still having a regular paycheck coming in. If I hadn't suggested that solution my company wouldn't have known that I was willing to cut my hours. I didn't offer to tell my boss what my plans were for my newfound free time, and he didn't ask. You too may be able to negotiate with your employer for more flexibility. You might ask to work fewer hours, to maintain the same total number of hours but work fewer days per week, or to work more from home. If you have a long commute or you spend a significant amount of time getting ready, Packing a lunch and getting out the door in the morning, working remotely could save a lot more time than you think. And of course, many of us are working more from home during the coronavirus crisis. That extra time you save could be invested in your side business. Tip number four, find more time in your day. 
If you can't get more flexibility or you worry that even asking for it could put your day job in jeopardy, there are other options. One is to structure non-negotiable time for your business into your day. For instance, make a rule that you'll step away from your desk for a solid hour or longer if possible during, let's say, lunch to accomplish something meaningful for your business. Find a nearby cafe or reserve a conference room in your office where you can work and eat undisturbed. I did that for many years, and it's incredible how much you can accomplish in 45 minutes if you truly focus. If you can't find enough quiet or privacy in your office, you could even work in your car. If working on your business during your lunch hour isn't possible with your day job, consider coming to the office an hour earlier or staying later. The idea is to create a routine that builds in regular time to focus entirely on your venture and to complete essential tasks. Another option is to outsource a portion of your work. If you can afford to delegate tasks to freelancers, that can help you balance your to-do lists. And when your day job is so unpredictable that it prevents you from working on your side gig for long periods, consider getting a different job with a more reliable schedule. If you're truly committed to getting your business off the ground, you may need a position with more flexibility so you can do both more easily. And the last tip is to have a solid exit strategy. Having an exit strategy is a common concept in the business world. Partners and investors want to know what will happen after clearly defined milestones are reached, such as after taking a company public or selling it after a certain profit margin is achieved. But employees should create exit strategies too. It's a great way to force yourself to think about the future and what you would or should do next. With a W-2 job, you never know what's around the corner. Your company could suddenly downsize after a merger or an unexpected loss of market share. Your department could be reorganized after new leadership begins. All of these scenarios have happened to me at some point in my career. It's wise to start every professional relationship with an idea of how it could end. This ensures that you're never caught completely off guard. Knowing that you've thought about the end of a job or a business partnership can make you feel more secure about a potential split. If you're unprepared for an interruption in work or business income, it can be devastating to your emotional and financial life. So whether you're laid off or you voluntarily quit, prepare for it now. If you have a financial runway to find new opportunities or you've built an income from a side business, quitting or getting fired can be a positive experience. Having a good exit strategy can make the difference between feeling crushed by a job loss or becoming empowered by it. I hope you enjoyed this brief excerpt from my new book, Money Smart Solopreneur. If you want to learn more about the book and the awesome pre-order giveaways, just send me a text. Text the word pre-order, all one word, P-R-E-O-R-D-E-R, to the number 33444, or visit lauradadams.com. That's also a great place to email me a money question. I'd love to hear from you. I'd also love to hear your voice on our message line. It could be a question, comment, or an idea for a future show. Just call 302-364-0308 to leave your message. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life.
Money Girl is produced by the audio wizard Steve Rickyberg with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. That's an easy, free way to give back, show your support, and help new listeners find us. You might also like the backlist episodes and show notes that are always available at quickanddirtytips.com. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.